Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Kat and JJ are not here on this episode, but we do have a really awesome guest host for you tonight. It's Brittany Crabb. You know her from all her awesome social media and YouTube. She makes great videos, and she recently went to a premiere of a movie she was really excited about, so we will hear all about that. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much, Noah. It's so good to see you again, and I'm so happy to be on for co-hosting this time. Last time, I was in an interview with you guys, you and Stephanie. So it was yeah. so fun. I'm happy yeah, that. <laughs> you're out of the hot seat tonight. So Brittany, being the Slytherin queen you are, can you tell us all about the movie premiere you just went to? Yes. So I recently went to the world premiere of Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore in London. And it was amazing. I got to meet the entire cast. I walked the red carpet. I met Eddie Redmayne. I met Jude Law. Well, like I said, I met the entire cast, which was so cool. <laughs> I met um, Mads Mickelson, and it was so cool because on the red carpet, I got to see Tom Felton, who is Draco Malfoy, and he was hosting a whole live stream interviewing a bunch of celebrity guests. So it was so cool to see him. And I just with, died because I'm like a huge Harry Potter fan, as you know. <laughs> as I know. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Yeah. So was there anybody who surprised you that you met that was like way cooler than you thought they would be or anything that really surprised you? I was, I knew that Eddie Redmayne was going to be super nice and he's literally Newt Scamander. Like that is literally him in real life. There might've been some, I won't give a name, but there might've been somebody that I was a little like, okay, a little disappointed by. Oh, no. It's not Eddie and it's not Mads. Those were my two favorites that I got to meet, but there was one person and I didn't really say much, but I have, I've actually heard some things about this one person. A lot of people haven't had good experiences and I'm not saying I didn't have a bad experience but i can see where these other people are coming from so that, it was yeah that's it was dobby right it was dobby <laughs> in real life he's an asshole oh probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> but overall it was so like it was amazing and everybody was super cool but i was just really excited to meet eddie redmayne and yeah. those are my two favorites no that was awesome i really enjoyed following along your journey as you were there and audience yes. if you want to check out and see everything that Brittany did while she was on the red carpet you can follow her on YouTube at Brittany Crab, TikTok Brittany Crab 44, and Instagram at Brittany Crab 44. She's a great follow and posts a ton of content all the time. And Brittany, we have a great guest tonight. Dustin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Noah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dustin, you know, one thing we love to find out on the podcast is where our guests fall on the believometer. Zero meaning ghosts aren't real, and 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that meter? Um, definitely a 10. Um, after my experience, like for sure, it's a 10. And Brittany famously said on our podcast that her dream is to be dragged down the hallway by uh, some <laughs> kind of spirit or demon. Have you ever had a, um, a, a any type of poltergeist experience in your life or anything of that nature? Yeah, I mean, I think that the experience that, um, I don't know, like I was listening to 
again, there's like this whole classification, you know, the classification of the different types is like, I'm not really up on all that because uh, I'm actually not, you know, besides listening to your podcast, you know, I'm not big into the supernatural world. Um, what do you think of poltergeist? Like, what is a poltergeist? Well, and, and Brittany, you can chime in on this as well. I think a poltergeist, anything in the quote unquote spirit realm that moves or has an interaction with something in the physical realm. What, what would you say, Brittany? Yes, that's exactly, you are exactly right on that for sure. So yeah, I guess that's, that would be kind of, I would say that's probably like the classic definition. You know, I think of the movie Poltergeist, which yeah, I, I was you know, to bring up the movie. yeah, that's actually, yeah. The movie, that movie is amazing. Which that's anytime my, my two-year-old saw some cartoon that had a ghost in it and it like scared him, but he also thought it was really funny. So now he runs <laughs> around the house going, I'm a ghost, I'm a ghost, boo. And like wants to chase us. So I'm like, Oh God, what have I done? Does he put oh. like a sheet over? <laughs> no, but that I, for Halloween, I kind of want to dress him up like an actual ghost. I think that would be really funny and probably good for yeah. the podcast too. So, oh, for sure, yes. <laughs> so yeah, Dustin. I mean, that's kind of, I guess, our idea of what a poltergeist would be. I mean, you say you're a ten. Let me kind of actually jump back a little bit. Have you had more than the one instance that you're going to talk about on the podcast tonight, or is it just one primary thing that you've experienced? You know, nothing as significant as, you know, kind of this main experience, you know, so prior to this, you know, like we lived in a house you know, years ago that um, we knew that the woman who lived there before had died in the house, uh, this old lady who lived there, she had a bunch of cats and stuff. And uh, in that house, there were some things that happened, like you have a two-year-old, so you, you can imagine the little like thing they might sit on and scoot on like a little bus or a little... Uh, so at the time, we also had a toddler. And uh, so I remember that was sitting there and we had carpet and I'm sitting there, I'm cooking in the kitchen and that thing comes like rolling, you know, and oh I watch God. it come to a stop and, and I'm like, hmm, I'm just sitting there cooking. And I'm like, how the hell did that just happen? And I'm like looking around, is there like windows open and doors open and stuff? Is there somehow, and there was nothing. And like, this is on, you know, on like fairly deep carpet, like, it does not just going to roll by itself, right? And uh, so I always thought that was odd. And in that same house, like the radio used to come on and off just by itself. And I'm like, uh, but I never read too much into that. And, and there's not always an explanation for them. And, you know, the usual, like, could be something, could be not. I don't know. And um, yeah, I so I think yeah. that's. Um pretty common to feel that way. I know we've had a couple of things happen in our house that I've briefly mentioned on the podcast was seeing like we were in another room and a toy flew off. Um, I'm looking where it would have happened, but it flew off a table and it was so loud that we both, my wife came running from downstairs or upstairs to downstairs. And I came from the other room to see what had happened, but you're right. Like those things happen and you kind of just, pass them off because a lot of times I think they are kind of one-off things and we can't explain them, but that is also what makes it kind of freaky. The fact that we can't explain them like Brittany, I know you have um, various kind of, you know, like haunted items and stuff in your home. Do yes. you, do you have those like small occurrences as well that are hard to explain? Yeah, I've experienced some, I have a lot of haunted dolls and I have this, haunted toy it's a merry-go-round that I got online 
there's just a weird energy in my home. It's just sometimes it feels kind of dark and then other times it feels normal and light. But yeah, I've had, I haven't had like the craziest experience with those dolls, but it's just, there's something weird. I always feel like I'm being watched and weird stuff has happened. Weird things have moved around and I see shadows a lot at the corner of my eyes, which is really creepy too. But you guys have even crazier experiences than me. Like the toy flying across the room and then the carpet, like what the heck? That's so crazy. Especially I wish on carpet. To me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how... Because I, I think about our house, like we have wood flooring and I know that um, there's some parts of the house that are not like super level. So I could think yeah. of like, well, you know, maybe a toy would roll across the floor there or something. But if it, even if it wasn't super level on carpet, that's not really going to happen. So Dustin, yeah. you had that stuff happen. Did you like, is, is your wife, was she, is she into the paranormal stuff at all? Or was no. she just like, whatever? <laughs> she's not. No, she's, she doesn't want to hear about it. She doesn't want me to tell anything that happened, anything that, like, she is not about that life. And she's just, uh, yeah, it just freaks her out, man. So she's like, it's not that she doesn't, you know, sort of believe in it. She just, it freaked her out. Like, she doesn't want to, so she, she d- doesn't want to know about it. And how does she feel about you coming on a paranormal podcast? <laughs> yeah, I think she's just like, um, she's just like, don't bring nothing around here you know uh and there does seem to be this thing and like i don't know i think i've heard you guys kind of talk about it in some of your podcasts that there does seem to be this thing that like the more you like like the more you talk about it the more you are into it the more you like it does seem to like bring it around Mm -hmm. it seems to be like yeah like everyone seems to know that like people are into it and who talk about it right like they're everyone's like yeah yeah like it's it does like the more you acknowledge it the more you talk about it and stuff like the more stuff happens and so like that's weird that's odd that that's how it is okay well yeah let's um let's jump into the story i'd love to hear about what happened yes me too okay yeah so we moved from southern california up to washington in uh like 2019 the summer of 2019 so we moved up there we knew just from, you know, like looking at the house and our realtor told us that the woman was selling the house because, you know, she, her husband had died and just now she had this big old house, but like he didn't die in the house and it wasn't big, you know, we didn't take that into account at all. Like we didn't. So we moved in there and there was nothing weird at all. Like we first moved in there and we lived there for uh, several months. And then we went back down to California for my sister's wedding. So we were down there, went to the wedding. I always include this in the story because I feel like it's relevant. But um, when I was down there, I was hanging out with my brother and we were having this conversation where, you know, we're just, we're talking about like afterlife, the possibility of ghosts, supernatural, like religion. It's this whole wide ranging conversation that we're having. Like there was alcohol involved during that conversation. I was like, Look, if there is something like that, if there's ghosts, if there's demons, whatever, like I want to experience it because then I would know. I would know life is like that, that I could, you know, live accordingly in a way. Like, and so I remember specifically in this conversation, you know, saying <laughs> loudly to him, like over and over, that yeah, I could if there is, like, I just want to experience it. I don't care if it's scary or what. Like, I would just I would want to know because then then I freaking know. 
as soon as we went back is when all this stuff started. So, so you feel like maybe you open Pandora's box a little bit? I do. Yeah. I think there's this, you know, there is this thing like where you, you know, and probably I'm sure you having this freaking podcast and talking about, you know, you guys talking about how you want to experience ghosts and stuff like that. Like, I mean, and it seems like stuff has happened, right? Since you. Yeah. Have, the biggest thing is like, that weird ghost voice that appears in Kat and JJ's apartment yeah, or home, yeah, yeah. brother. But that's right. the strangest thing to me. That's so yeah, creepy. No, that's, yeah. That is. That's, I mean, that's crazy. So you, you go back home. Now, is your brother with you when you go back home or did you go back home? No, no. He lives, he lives in California and we just went back to, we went back to Washington. So we came back and when we came home, like immediately the house felt different. Like the, and typically I wouldn't put much stock in like being, you know, describing something as like, oh, this feels different. Like, I mean, I'm a high school, you know, science teacher. I'm a skeptical person. And, you know, I definitely like to have things based on evidence, my beliefs and things like that. And except now I do give more credence to <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, now, actually, I think that when you do feel that feeling, it means something. <laughs> Let's jump in. So you're back home. Why don't you walk us through what happened? Yeah. So we came back and um, immediately it felt weird coming in. And like I said, I didn't get much importance to that, but it was just that I realized it like immediately it had this weird feeling. And I just thought that it was like, well, we'd been back in California. We'd been back to our old house because like it was, it was an escrow at the time and like it hadn't yet closed. So we went back there and, you know, we were like hanging out there a little bit. And then, uh, and so I was just like, well, it's probably just, you know, coming back. To this place and you know just feels weird again or something so at that time that's like i was in school you know trying to get my teaching degree and then uh so like my wife she went off to work the kids went to school and now i'm like i'm sitting in the dining room and i'm working on a paper and uh it's just quiet like we have animals and stuff and then like you know some dogs and cats they're all just knocked out of sleep. It's totally quiet. And I'm just like, just me typing, you know? And, uh, and then all of a sudden, so I hear this like bouncing sound, like something comes skipping across the floor in the kitchen, which some in the dining room it's connected to the kitchen, you know? And then, uh, but I hear this thing and it bounces like, you know, like 10 times, like it had momentum. This thing bounced across the kitchen. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm just working on the paper and I'm typing. And I'm like, that was weird. Like, what? It just came bouncing across the kitchen like that. It was like a linoleum floor. So it's like, it was just quiet. And it was so loud, this thing bouncing across the floor. So uh, like, I could not notice it. And um, so a minute later, like, I go up and I just go investigate. Like, I'm like, okay, there's a skittle. Like, this is like fall, like Halloween was, you know, maybe like a month ago or something. Like, okay, it's candy. I mean, still around. I mean, as Skittles do, they just randomly fly through <laughs> yeah, the air. Go, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was just looking around because I started looking around, like, where the hell did this come from? And I was just like looking around the kitchen. Is there some kind of way this thing could have like fallen and bounced? And it was just, you know, it struck me as very odd. And it totally got my attention. Or like whatever. Like that was a, you know, 
And so I went back to my paper. And um, so that evening I was talking to, so my daughter, like she's, she, my daughter is a total empath. Uh, she's 17 now, just about to be 17. This was, you know, a couple of years ago, but yeah, and she is all into like supernatural stuff and like she's probably seen all the videos. Yeah, I was just thinking she probably is a fan of Britney stuff. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And um, oh, cool. <laughs> so she's all into that. So I was like telling her just, you know, for, because I knew she'd get a kick out of it. And, um, and at that time, so we're standing in the kitchen and I was telling her about the Skittle. And then she's like, well, you know, earlier, me and Daniel, my son Daniel, like we were in here in the kitchen and I started shooting out of the ice maker, you know, from the refrigerator. Hmm. And then just like started shooting out ice and then it stopped. There was like ice all over. Well, I mean, you know, those things like get stuck sometimes and then like whatever, they'll maybe release and like shoot out some ice or something and, like, huh. Like that's weird though. I mean, it seems like you know someone is like trying to send us a message or something right now. And as I said that, right, right after I said that, there's a knock on the door. So on our back, we have these like double doors going out onto the onto the patio. And it's dark and there's a light on, so you it's glass, like you can see through these doors. And so as I said that, like I think someone's trying to send us a message. There's a knock on the door. We both look out there and there's no one there. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box. So you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. 
Shoppers get it. Oh my god. <laughs> I have yeah. chills right now. It's just you can only see my face. I'm like, my mouth is just wide open. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, so we like we just look at each other and we're just like, yeah. like, is this going down right now? Like, is this like for real? And uh wait, what time did this happen at? If you so, remember. Yeah, like so when like when that was a knock on the door. Yeah, like what was what time so it was like it? fall in so in the northwest you know like it starts getting dark you know once it starts getting dark like it gets dark earlier and earlier so i think this was in november it was probably like i'm not let's say like it was like six okay that's interesting yeah okay. so not like it wasn't late but it was dark already. right so don't quote me on that time but it was it wasn't super late but it was like already dark well, you're on the podcast, so you quoted yourself, so I can't help you there, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the good answer is, I don't know, but it was like uh, around that time, like, you know, and so we just look at each other and we're like, oh, shit, like that was crazy. I mean, just the timing of those things and saying that and that happening, like we for sure knew this was, that was a thing. And, um, and up to this point, Dustin, where would you say like before this stuff started taking place where would you say you were on that believo meter like were you super low and did this change everything or were you always kind yeah, of in the middle I mean, um but i'll put myself at like a, let's say like a three or four okay and did it feel unsafe when you heard that knock on the door it didn't i was not scared hmm. i don't think you know i don't think either of us was scared and we were just like we were laughing like when that happened it was just so you know, it happened in such a way that it was like, it was so clear that someone was trying to darken that. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. So y'all had that knock on the door. Um, did things continue to escalate from there? All of this happened like within, it was about a week over, you know, four or five days to a week. I, I don't remember exactly, but let's say it was the next day or the, or the day after that or something. Um, I was sitting there and again, it's like around the time you know, let's say like 10 or 11, I'm like just like working on school and then like now I'm cleaning and stuff and I'm washing the dishes. I'm in the kitchen again. Like all, most of the stuff went in around the kitchen and like that dining room area is pretty much like where everything happened. So I'm washing the dishes and this house was like, if you can imagine, I don't know, at least out here in the houses that were like built in the seventies, it was a popular thing to like, you know, in like a dining room or something or the kitchen, you would have this cutout of like a window that like, it just looks into the next room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have that, it's just like a big cutout window that like maybe you look into the living room or whatever. So our kitchen had one of those cutouts and on there it was like sitting this little backpack, which is like a little refrigerated backpack that my wife had brought home from work uh, that they were giving out. And that thing had been sitting there for, it had probably been sitting there for, I don't know, a week or two. Like it, it had been there for a minute. It was like become part of the scenery now. And as I'm washing the dishes, I hear that thing land in the trash can. So the trash can was in the corner, which was like, you'd have to imagine for that thing to get into the, the trash can, it would have had to come off of like that little cutout shelf it's sitting on. And 
also go, you know, two to three feet in the other direction. Like you'd have to go over and over again. Like it flew, I mean, it had to go at least three feet probably. So it would have needed a, a real force to move it. It couldn't yeah, just like, be. Yeah, it's not like this thing fell off. Like it would have had to fall off and then get thrown in a 90 degree angle three feet over. And it lands in the trash can. Oh my God. Yeah, and I'm just like, it's, this is right behind me. Like I'm washing the dishes and I hear that thing land in the trash can. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, so I stop, I look over and I see it like just sticking out. Like, okay, this is for sure going on right now. Like this is straight up like haunting. Um, things are moving around and I'm like, okay, what is this? Like what, you know, what kind of haunting is this? What sort of story am I in right now? What sort of story am I in? <laughs> I just don't know. Like, what episode of Haunting on Hill House does this call? Yeah, like, <laughs> well, yeah, right. I'm thinking of like, as a kid, I remember being terrified by Amityville Horror. And I remember like going in the backyard and I was looking back at the house, not wanting to go back in there. And uh, like, uh, and I just don't know. Like, what the hell is going on right now? You know? It's so weird. Like when something moves like that, it's like someone's standing right there. You just can't see them. That just gave me chills. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like you're looking over and you know something, you know, that thing just moved. Yeah. Like from here to there. And maybe they just really hate those kind of um, refrigerator bags. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, (laughs) it is off of here. Like clutter. I just can't stand these. Just like a neat freak ghost. Well, Brittany, this sounds like your dream home stuff getting thrown around (laughs) everywhere by poltergeists. Yes. Well, I find it interesting too, because you said within like, that one week that three different things happened. I find that really interesting because things tend to happen in threes. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I find that, yeah, especially the knocking and the ice and just, it's so random, but it's whatever it was, was definitely, it wanted you to know that it's there and it wanted to make its presence known. So no, it's just the the number three, I don't know. It gives me chills. Sorry, this whole time I have chills listening to your story. Oh, I know that happens to me too. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Well, so Dustin, I mean, how did you guys get a handle on what was going on? Yeah. Good question. I had my, so my aunt who lives on the East coast, he comes out and visits every now and then. And like when she does, she talks about all this spiritual stuff and uh, she's a medium. So she's all into that world. And like prior to this, I was totally skeptical of most of the stuff she talked. About. And now you're like, help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I emailed her. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, hi. Uh, <laughs> I told her about the stuff that's going on. And I'm like, what is this? What do you think this is? Because I don't know. Like I, I don't know what the hell's going on. And uh, so she was like, well, maybe it's probably someone, you know, that's connected to you. Like maybe it's your family. Like someone's trying to get you, you know, dirt, dirt significant. This might be connected to, I don't think so. I'm trying to think about it. Like any of my past relatives and things. I'm like, I don't think there is anything. And then it occurs to me that like, what if it's not me at all? Like, what if it's, you know, it's someone else living in the house. And then I'm like, oh, right. The woman who's selling the house, like her husband died. So that occurred to me when, like, when this stuff was going on. And so I had met the woman who had sold me the house. Um, she, she was super nice. She had come by. She was like, if you have any questions about this place, yada, yada. And she had mentioned it, you know, a little bit about her husband dying and stuff. And then, 
And usually when you buy a place, you don't meet the former owner. I mean, at least in my experience, you don't. And um, so that was cool. Like she gave me all this, you know, information about the place. She's like, call me. So I did actually have her number. And then, um, and so I started kicking around, like maybe I should call her, you know, and see. But I also didn't want to sound like, you know, like we're all like ashamed of like someone just thinking we're crazy. And like, you know, especially like just calling someone up, like, uh, you know, your house is haunted and, you know, uh, you know, I just well, it's a sensitive it was, topic too. You're asking her about her late her, husband. Her husband, yeah, yeah for so. sure, yeah. Um, so I didn't call immediately. I I kind of kicked it around. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe I should call. And then, so let's say the next day, I'm like, it's feeling super tense now. Like the, it's just the way that I was. The feeling was like, if you want to describe the atmosphere as thick before, like now it's super thick, and it feels mm. super tense. I'm just like, oh God, like what is this? And and I'm like getting even irritated. Like it feels like like that's almost like if someone um like you have kids, like you know, if your kids just like constantly pestering you, like imagine like you're trying to do something else and your kids constantly like pestering you, and like all of a sudden you're like, what? <laughs> and you know, like there's this feeling, this kind of building tension. And that's the way I would describe it. And um okay, like, I'm just going to call this, you know, this, um, I'm going to call the owner and just like, okay. And, and then, so I walk out and I, you know, I walk down the hallway, I come back and now this chair is like flipped over. No, that freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. Like the chair that was there before, like I walked and now this thing's flipped over on the ground. I'm like, That's okay, cool. it feels like these things are building to a, like, you know, it's like escalating, yeah. It's escalating. That's the way it felt. It felt like it was escalating. It felt like the tension and the feeling was escalating. And I'm like, okay, like, where's this lady's number? Because <laughs> I need to call her. <laughs> and, like, that thought, like, that was just the only thing that I had in my mind. I was, like, calling her. I called her, and it went to her voicemail. And then she called me back, like, you know, pretty quickly, like, five or ten minutes. I'm like, hey, uh... It's me, Dustin. You remember I bought your house? This sounds crazy, but like, did anything in this house, anything ever happen to you in this house? Like, did you have stuff moving around, you know, like flying across the room kind of stuff? No, no, definitely not. Nothing at all. I'm like, do you, are you into that? Do you even, are you, you know, luckily she was totally into like spirit stuff. Like she was, you know, totally accepting of that. And so I didn't sound like some complete nuts calling her. Yeah. You know, talking about the stuff. And she was like interested and intrigued and like, oh, thank God. And so I'm like, look, I don't, stuff's been going on and I don't think it has anything to do with me. I think it might have something to do with you. You know, it is like, I know your husband died. Like, is, is there any reason that he might be trying to contact you or something? And like, I wasn't positive that was the answer, but I was like hoping that was the answer. And she's like, no, not really. You know, this, she's like, I mean, today's my birthday. Today's your birthday? Like, this is, you know, the first birthday that you had. It's like, he died. You moved, you know, over here. And to me, it was like, this is escalating. And like, I finally call you and that's your birthday that day. Like, yeah i'm like i think this is what it is i'm just like look i'm just gonna put it out there i think this is what it this is what's going on is that 
you know, I think he is trying to get a hold of you. And then, and she wasn't totally buying that. She's like, uh, well, I don't know. I talk to him every day. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I get that. And like everyone, we all think that we talk to our loved ones, you know, all the time. But there does seem to be this thing where this sort of place, for some reason, like spirits are bound to, I don't know if they're bound to place or like whatever, like, but for some reason, it seems to be that we're kind of located geographically to some place that we knew or we lived at or we were like connected to. And so and she's like, well, I don't think that's, you know, I mean, I talk to him every night and something, something like, well, I don't know. These things have been going on. Today's your birthday. I think he's trying to get a hold of you. And so I just put her on the speakerphone and I was talking to her and I'm like, well, and we're talking and she starts to talk about like how she's doing now because, you know, she's just recently bereft of him and she's talking about like, it's been a lot of big things for her, like moved. She moved to, a, you know, not huge different part of the state, but, you know, she moved away a different area and, you know, where she had family at and stuff. And she's, you know, she's like, and just talking about she's meeting new people and she's making some friends. And so I'm walking around, I have her on speakerphone as we're talking. And because that's my theory that like, this is what this is about. And, and she's just talking about like, yeah, it's like, I'm doing really good now. She's just, you know, is just kind of talking about how well she's adjusting now and she's you know how hard it was but now she's, like, she's making some friends and and then she's like I'm doing good I'm doing really good and as she said that again totally subjective like my feeling was that as she said that she was on speakerphone it's sort of echoing around the house and I felt like that was like I got chills when she said that and I felt like that was the thing Hmm. You know, like that was what he needed to know. You did you feel that thickness, Lee? That you know that um, pressure yeah, so you were feeling after that conversation. Done, hmm. everything wow. done. Gone was the feeling of you know, like all of like just the fake tense feeling there. Like it was gone. Yeah, nothing else happened there after that. And I guess if if you know you're gonna walk down that thought line of you know that if he was there Mm -hmm. and maybe you know certain spirits or their energy can get kind of trapped or entangled in a place you know maybe he just needed to know she was okay before he could move on right yeah yeah so that's that makes sense yeah and that's one of the reasons i really so that's the way i understand the story you know and then yeah i do think like i could be wrong you know but um that's the way that I understand it. And I think it's right. But the, but I wanted to, and I, I, thanks for giving me the chance to tell the story because I do think it's, you know, a lot of the stories that people tell are, you know, are in general, like just kind of overall negative. And, you know, they- This is like a love story. It yeah. is, it totally is. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I'm like, I love the story too. And I'm like, it is, it's kind of a affirming type of story about the afterlife and the existence of ghosts and stuff. And so I'm like, I love to share the story. And so that's 
why I was emailing you to also to like, I wanted to put that story out there. Yeah. And I think that's important. I mean, we, every now and then we get an episode like this where it's, you know, the haunting isn't truly horrifying and it is nice, you know, and I, I think there are people experiencing all kinds of different things. And one of the things we, we get as feedback is people feel relieved to hear the shared experiences. And I'm sure there's people that will hear this episode and be like, Oh man, that's just like what my Nana went through or, you know, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. I wish it was February so I could release this as like the Valentine's <laughs> episode. Totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brittany, I would love to get your thought on kind of the archetype of that story. I mean, you have been in the haunting world. You've heard lots of stories. You've been on um, ghost hunts and things of that nature. Have you come across many, you know, kind of love stories in the supernatural world like this? You know, honestly, not really. So it's really refreshing to hear this. And especially how you were talking to her on her birthday, which was that's like you said, cool. confirmation. That's yeah, that's very cool. Um, I think I've had maybe one haunted place I went to years ago. That was the love story. And um, I forget the names of the spirits long ago, but long story short, people would see them sitting outside on a front porch. Like they were just... I don't know, just a conversation and they looked like they were physically there and then they would just vanish, but they were um, husband and wife. And I remember seeing that it was at this location in Niagara Falls. And um, yeah, so no, it was, it's refreshing to hear a love story because yeah, you always hear the negative and yeah. scary actors and everything. But at the same time, there's so many normal ghost stories out there and almost like wholesome ghost stories yeah, <laughs> and totally. love stories and everything. I feel like that's a new subreddit, like wholesome ghost <laughs> stories. <laughs> but it is, like it's not threatening or anything. And yeah. it's just, you know, and I feel like, you know, if you have loved ones that have passed on and they're always trying to communicate with you from the other side. So what's like a wholesome love story or not love story, yeah. some ghost story there. I feel like the supernatural, it's almost like the news, sort of like the news is like only in a, like you only see the sensational story, right? They're gonna like grab you and, but like exactly, yeah. Like there's so many stories that you know are, I mean, scary stories are super entertaining. Like you can't run away from it. But yes, I feel like there's also a lot of just regular sort of human stories with the supernatural. You know, maybe are not as, uh, maybe they're not as entertaining, whereas you know, like the sensational or whatever. But yeah, one day I want to do a podcast called Ordinary People, where I just interview ordinary, like no strings attached, no anything, and just get like nice, wholesome stories. Although I don't know why I think ordinary people would have nice, wholesome stories. Those are also like the serial killers and everything else <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. in the world. So yeah. you think you're going to get all these nice stories and then yeah. uh, actually it's even worse. <laughs> Dude, one of my friends is a comedian. One night when I used to do open mics and stuff, she... Um, she is like just the sweetest person. Her sense of humor is very sweet, but it was just like an off night at open mics. None of the comedians were being nice. Nobody was like laughing at jokes. So she was like, okay, I'm going to tell a story that's a little different. And she told the story about how her mom had frozen all their dead pets throughout her life. 
And she came home from college and she was like, mom, it's time for us to bury these pets. And she opened up like this, like deep freezer in their basement. And there were like guinea pigs and hamsters <laughs> and cats and like all this stuff. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? And it oh killed. People were just dying because like you look at, you know, it's one of those things where you would never think that she would have the story in her pet. <laughs> yeah yeah you really don't know you don't know what people have or what's going on so um yeah for sure like the idea that ordinary people are just like uh yeah. actually ordinary is yeah probably not maybe that's the twist of the podcast it's like yeah, interview like, like you know yeah. whatever and then they're like yeah no i mean i killed like 12 people last year it's cool whatever i don't want to talk about it though <laughs> anyway that took a turn uh but yes justin thank you so much for coming on the podcast that was a, a really cool haunting to hear and i feel like we got into some fun theoretical discussions uh about ghost as well which is always nice do you have uh i know that I believe you said in the email you didn't have anything you wanted to plug or anything, but is there any kind of last thoughts you want to leave with the audience? Uh, no, not really. I, just, I mean, to any people who are, you know, who are out there listening who are like, you know, they want to believe or they're just wondering or maybe their intuition leads them to believe that there's more to life than they typically experience. And like that, yeah, it is. There is something else. 100%. It's real. Um, beyond that, I can't tell you what it is, but yeah, it is cool. Well, um, Brittany, I would love to hear about some of the new content you've got coming out and how our fans can find it. I'm, I can't really say I'm working on something very exciting that I can't really talk about. So I don't even know why I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) The tease with no (laughs) tease. I know. I'm just, I'm, really looking forward to it. So I'm just hoping it gets to come out very soon. Like I'm hoping like July, that's what I'm hoping. And then I'm hoping to go to England this summer to maybe like August or something. There's this haunted castle I've been to before and I want to go back. I'm going to Las Vegas though in Vegas or Las Vegas in July. I'm actually going with Stephanie and another friend, um, Sarah. Yeah. So we're going to do some ghost hunting there. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what I got going on. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, I'm sure you will be posting all kind of cool content from that. Well, before we yeah. get you guys out of here, I would love for you to do the outro of the podcast if everybody's up for that. Sure. So with that, yeah. I'm Noah Daniels. <laughs> I'm Brittany Crab. I'm Dustin. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.